right, episode 10. How's it going? This is another edition of Mr. Z and Fifth with your host, Mr. Z. And this is Fifth. Uh, today we have a, a special guest today, our brother, our friend. Uh, you can hear him on our album, The uh, the Example. Yeah, he's man. Featured yeah. On, he's featured on tracks, Cold World Chapter 2. Fishes of Men. Fishes of Men. Yeah. Mediterranean Sea. sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He also uh, produced, engineered the project as well. Mastered. Yeah, man. This brother goes by the name of Cinema Escapes. How's it going? Welcome hey, to what's the up, man? Yeah. All right. Woo. So, I know we said a little brief things about what you've done on our project or whatever, but there's more things we get into. But I'll let you introduce yourself to the audience for those who don't know who you are. Yeah. My name is Cinema Scapes. Um, been an MC like underground in New York. I used to go by the name of Static Stress and Truth and Truth is Christ. Really was more of a street MC before I stepped out. Went to audio school. Started being working on the engineering side, writing, producing. Did a little bit of ghosting, but not too long. My like a year or two in the industry, but worked for a lot of people. Do does do some A and R engineering, production, just stepping in the studios a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of freelance work. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much how I've gotten around because I like to be independent by choice. That's what's up. Yeah. I'm yeah. also with mm-hmm. that too. I'm I'm independent by choice as well. Um, that's yeah. another thing we have in common, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, that's, that's how it goes. So um, today's uh, episode is going to be a very interesting one. Very interesting one. Uh, yeah. This is probably the first time mm-hmm. for those who've listened uh, uh, earlier nine episodes. Uh, we've talked more so on a political side, community side. Uh, we talked about more social issues. Um, kept it in entertainment to some degree, but we yeah. haven't gotten deep into uh, music per se. Although we did kind of touch upon music before a little bit, but not much. And that no. uh, episode eight, episode eight, yeah, and uh, what our kids. Seeing what I, what I can see, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to talk about hip hop. The title of this show is called Hip Hop for Sale. Mm. Now mm. we do this, so this is nothing. Oh, this is nothing new for us to talk about. I'm actually mm. excited we're talking about this because we yes. waited just enough time to get to this type of topic. Yes. So I want to first give. You the floor, Cinema. So this is what I'm going to ask you because we're going to do it like this. So as we look at hip-hop today, but then we look at hip-hop in the past, is it safe to say as far as exposure that hip-hop is in a better place in terms of it actually surpassing any other genre as far as popularity? Like, for instance, hip-hop is actually the number one genre right now as far as um, streams and listens and uh, consumption. Uh, I think if we were talking like the late 70s, early 80s, we probably would never thought this would happen. Mm, right. The only, right. The only problem is, is that we look at where hip-hop started. Hip-hop started, we would say, just like how jazz and R&B started. There was a, I guess you could call it a renaissance, but it's, it was organically started mm-hmm. in a, in a, in a, in a, I guess you would say culturally a black community percents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but has it necessarily benefited our community from a business side? 
Because if it did, then I guess our communities financially would look more. They they would probably be rich when you think about it. Yeah. So is hip hop, as far as exposure, is it better today as it was in the beginning? And if it if it if it's not better, explain if it is better. Tell me what's your take on it. Hip hop, as far as exposure, you know, it's popping. But basically, the people who do it no longer benefit from it. Right. Mm. It's it's in a place where it's lucrative. It goes platinum. Number one, it's easier to produce. You have to deal with less people. You're not dealing with a whole band, a bunch of musicians. You're not cutting the pie as much. You're usually cutting the pie between artist and producer, which is simpler. Mm-hmm. It's simple. It's less people involved in the process. Making... You know, me working in the studio with a band, when you do a band album, you're spending more time. True. It's, hmm. And and not necessarily more time putting the album together, more time on tracks, getting the band on the same page, more rehearsal time, because you're, you're not, and then you don't have one, a couple of producers crafting a beat, which, you know, is making music and all those things, but it's simpler. Right. And so basically... The turnaround for making an album, the cost is lower, mm-hmm. and so the, with a higher profit margin. As you, you know, we'll, as we get into it, we'll discuss how other genres have taken the hip hop production um, model mm-hmm. and used it for other genres. Mm-hmm. And so it's extremely profitable. Mm-hmm. The shame about it is, is that it's not profiting where it came from. There you go. As much. You know, people like Naughty by Nature and the, and people who gave back in the community. Yeah, you'll see it. You'll see it in some places, right. but not as much as it should overall. Because basically, as the generations went, more people weren't interested in that. That mm-hmm. is so very true. Very true. Yeah. Let me hand this over to you, Zach. Here's yeah, same man. question. What's your take on it, man? Um, I've you know, listen. I've seen hip hop evolved. I've seen hip hop. I mean, I can, I, I'm going to speak on it because, um, I remember loving, falling in love with hip hop during the late eighties, early nineties, nineties into nine, into the mid nineties, you know, the, um, 1994, 1985, late 1985, 84, and going on, mm-hmm. going, going into the early nineties and the mid nineties. That's, that's what you call the golden era of hip hop. Those who don't know. Yes. And, um, and and it's they what I feel what I feel today in my heart I feel that it was they took it and different and people different people kind of took it and they and and when we say hip hop for sale meaning that they sold out sold out they sold out and they mm-hmm. made into what you call today um what what some people refer to as mumble rap now <laughs> the gift of the gift of um hip hop is is lyricism it's all lyricism is it's it's Form is the, the is the the era of the boom bop. That's what hip hop is all. Boom bop is dancing. It's style. Now, when you change the whole format, and like some genres don't change, some some genres now they they keep in the same format. They keep in the same kind of flow. If you know what I mean, they keep in the country same country. Kind of, maybe yeah, a good example. Yeah, to some yeah, degree, but to even some country been yeah. influenced by hip hop. Yeah, every, every and I believe that every genre has been influenced by hip hop. Um, it's some some way or somehow or some form, but 
the credit what but but I, I what what what's so sad is that the um that the pioneers are not being credited. Sometimes the pioneers are not being recognized sometimes. The cool Herc. Cool Herc, you know, the ones that started in the Bronx, Boogie Down Bronx, Cool Herc, yes. yeah, Furious Five and Grandmaster Flash and you know and then, you know and and you know, Curtis Blow. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's it's kinda like and they know they know it and they feel it too. Karis One knows it and he feels it too. You know, a lot of MCs like I mean I'm talking about the MC, like like true lyricism, MCs didn't I say didn't I say hip hop was dead at one time? Yeah, yeah. So an album title, that. yeah, an album title. That. So it, it's so when he says that he comes out with that and he says that it's like you, I can see the, I can see where he's coming from with that because it's, when we sold hip hop, we, we like it's like in a way we sold our soul, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, we like we sold our soul, man. I mean, no, uh, yeah, but no, no different from. No different from R and B, which right. originally was right. rock and roll. Right. No right. different from jazz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No different from any kind of music that was created by people of the African diaspora. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. because I think what it is is this, and I and I'll get into how my, my take take on it is. Um, when it comes to when it comes to all right, here's the thing. It's one thing to be within the culture. Now, what I mean within the culture, I don't necessarily mean black per se, because mm-hmm. you have people who are not black who have grown up in hip hop culture, who, yes. who are very important to hip hop culture. Latinos, you know, and I white, and, yeah. and right mm-hmm. and some white people like Vincent. Um, I don't think any of us would argue and say Beastie Boys are not hip hop. No, PC boys is definitely hip hop. Hip hop, third base, third base, right? <laughs> Cause we, the pain. You know we what would, we would say, yeah, mm-hmm. that Beastie Boys mm-hmm. is hip hop. It's hip hop, yeah. Even though they had, mm-hmm. you have the right to mm-hmm. fight to party. That was rock, but that was still they're still hip hop. Still hip hop, yeah. Hip hop, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. respected as hip hop. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is when you have some people who will come into a, a, a an area that they have no knowledge on. Then they say, okay, this is what we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to market this. The thing is, is when they market it, they only market from the view of how they want to make money off, money, money off of it, not as far as being accountable for it. Mm. And this is right. why you have certain artists who, who content-wise, they say things that we would say are destructive to the black community. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that get the push. But the voices like Most Def and Tyleb Kweli are the ones that get silenced. Mm-hmm. That's not right. That's my that's my beef with hip hop uh, labels being corporate and being owned by people who are not even within our culture. You see what I'm saying? If you're going because because to me, if you take something like I have a question, could somebody outside of country music? And this question is going to go to you, Cinema too. Can somebody outside of country music walk into a, an office, okay, and say, I want to buy this? No. They'd be like, no, this is, no. no. They, they wouldn't, I don't think they would sell it to they, them. They wouldn't sell it to them. No. Do you, I don't no. think. I'll give, yeah, I'll give you a tangible example that you see. Mm-hmm. Every country artist on The Voice who makes their audition, who right. do they pick? Blake. Yeah, they and do I, pick the. That's true. And I like, and 
you know me, I listen to all genres of music. Right, you do. I, I like I like Blake Shelton. Right. But it's like if I'm going on the voice and I do a country song and that gets me in, mm-hmm. I, I love Maroon Five. But right. if I'm country, right. I'm going with Blake. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's people who think outside, but mm-hmm. that's far and few. The majority. And that's just a practical example. Yeah. That we see. We just saw it this season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For those who watch The Voice, well, that makes sense because I've every now and then caught a glimpse, glimpse of The Voice. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily watch it, but the the ones who came on there singing R&B, they mainly picked Alicia, Alicia Keys. Mm. Well, that yeah. makes yeah. sense because yeah. because we, we look them. we look at the groundwork of what Alicia Keys has has laid for her career mm-hmm. and the artists before mm-hmm. her. And Alicia Keys is not some pop star. She actually has content. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. So if I'm an R&B singer, I'm going to pick her as the mentor. That doesn't make sense. I'm going to pick her. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah, yeah. if, I, if I do, uh, you're right. If I do country music, I'm going to pick Blake Shelton or Garth Brooks, whoever the heck was on that stage. Right. So, I, I mean, that makes sense. But I guess the point I'm making is they would not allow somebody outside of the culture of metal, hmm. of country, just come in and just buy it and then and then just do whatever they want with their artists without the artist having some type of problem with it. I don't right. see that happening. It, I don't I don't it's... see Dolly Parton. I don't <laughs> see Dolly Parton answering to somebody who don't, who knows nothing about country, but tells her, oh, Trust me, uh, I'm going to take care of your career. She'll probably look at look at that person and be like, "What are you kidding me?" <laughs> but in hip hop, it seems like in hip hop they accept that. That's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah, that's how people right. accept anything. That's the that's the thing, you know. And this is why. And this is why some people they kind of like pull away from it a little bit because it, it's it's they can they can feel the, the that that you sold your soul and now. Because, because you remember at the time, some of these you remember. I remember at the time they had um, X Clan and they had um, Brand Nubians and yes. they had yeah. um, you know, and they, and they had artists that was very conscious artists, you know, um, you know, the name Karis one was one among amongst one of the, uh, many, you know. We got um, Public Enemy, you know. We got a lot of them, you know. A whole, I can I can name a, I can name can a whole field of conscious can, artists. Can you, know? you name a time? I'm gonna flip this to cinema real quick. I'm gonna get back to you, Zacchaeus, because mm-hmm. I want y'all in on this. Now, cinema, can you think of a time where there was a conscious error? Yeah, and that and that's when um black owners were still running the labels. Thank yes, you. yes. Before and then a lot of these are subsidies of major labels now. Yes, but you don't see the country guy. Big and Rich started a label mm. within country. Mm. You know, they made Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. You know, <laughs> Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. Right. Yeah, and they bought yeah. out artists. They mm-hmm. still tour as artists, but did they give up their stuff? No. 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 They're not going to give that up. And so when you have X-Clan and all those things, the, you know, who was running the labels? You know, you had... What Andre Harrell running something over here? You had Russell running it over here. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. These guys, and see, when these guys get older, are the next generation like our counterparts? Are their children gonna take up what their parents did? Can't blame the parents for wanting to retire. It's time for them to retire. Yeah, that they're not to blame. 
Yeah. Where, where, who's the next generation to step up to continue this work? Because if nobody's not, I have to, I have to sell this off because you have to have a future if you're my children anyway, regardless. I, I think, I think a lot of us got caught up with, with the money situation because I mean, cause the, the, I used to hear this. I, I even heard this back in as far as the bling bling era, nine, 1998. Mm-hmm. Conscious don't sell, sex sells. I, I used to hear that sometimes. I used to hear, I used to hear, like, like comments like that, like, like, um, oh, he's a conscious artist, or he ain't gonna go, he'll only go, go about so far. Back in, this is, this is, uh, this is like way after Wu Tang. This is after Wu, and this is after, <laughs> this, is, this is, this is, this is, I'm talking about, this is 1998, even 1999. During, even during Wu Tang, they had a lot of pushback as far as their content. Yeah, so it, it, it's, it's, but then like, again, remember the how Wu Tang started. They were, you know, they started on Staten Island. Yes, you know, yes, yes. You remember mm-hmm. Genius's single? He he was lyrically killing it. Yes, yeah, he was. Yeah, just, yeah. He was dressed like Kwame, you know, Kwame. Yeah, because that's dots. how they marketed him. Mm-hmm. And then he took that money and started a studio on Morningstar Road on Staten Island, where mm-hmm. we're from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. then they got noticed because they did what they wanted to do, and that's what it's probably going to have to go back to. I'm going to have to stay independent underground, do what I want to do, prove this is profitable so I can bring it back in the mainstream. Yeah. That's what, that's what, that's what needs to be done in hip hop because who, cause you think about who this people, like, like you hear, go on YouTube and you hear people like who's running, who's running hip hop now. And a lot of, a lot of people coming out with saying, well, Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. Which Illuminati is basically another word for white, white supremacy. supremacy that's yeah. all that is that's all that is and, exactly and, and, and we've said that from and the beginning we 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 sold our souls we sold our souls to, to the devil man we sold that's why the content is the way it is now i mean you very rarely hear um artists like you know bit large up to um j cole and um kendrick, and kendrick lamar yeah. for keeping it real and Nas just keep just keep yeah. driving, and you know the 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 lyrics the lyrics like keep it conscious, uh, Talib Kweli, yeah. you know, and who who still who still saying listen, I'm a lyricist no matter what, y'all want you, you and what and I heard I I don't forgot who what artist said this artist said this particularly he said if you want to do that mumbling stuff make that a different genre, but yeah. but keep <laughs> the lyricists keep keep we we this is what hip hop is all about lyricism. But if you exactly. want to do that mumble, you want to do that mumbling stuff. Keep, make that a different genre, cause please. So I'm gonna get back to that in just a second. So we talked about a conscious ever, right? Yes. I, w- I would say that the conscious ever was. Um, 1980s. I would say 80s. 80s. Yes. I would say. Well, let's put it like this. 80, Te- 80, technically, 87. technically, hip hop started mm-hmm. conscious per se, but as far as the actual conscious. Era because even in the beginning you had Big Daddy you, King. You, you had conscious no before that yeah you had you uh okay the message the message I was, was a conscious okay that's a conscious record that's yes a, that, the message first yes. off it's their biggest record it's Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, Five yes biggest, biggest record, record. Mm-hmm. and it's one of hip hop's biggest records ever mm-hmm. along with Rappers Delight with Sugar Hill yes yes okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any debating that, right? No, when, it, when, it come, that. No, when it comes no, to biggest no. hip hop songs yes. ever, those are the biggest songs right there, man. I mean, the Rapper's Delight was a fun song, so, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we had that in hip hop, yes, mm-hmm. and then we had the message, the message, which was conscious. Yes. The point I'm making is, 
there was a balance that we had back then that we didn't see that we that we don't see today. And then we right. move into what we would call a conscious era where you had Rock him. Yeah, oh, hey, oh, and you yeah, had Karis yeah. One. one. And you had X Clan. X Clan, yeah. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. these guys Gucci were. Rap, Gucci Rap. Yeah, exactly. Man. These guys. <laughs> Intelligent Hoodlum. Intelligent Hoodlum. Yeah, exactly. See? You know what I'm YZ saying? YZ and all of them, yeah. We had, we had a conscious era. We had a conscious era. Then we had, like you said, the, now the conscious era was actually before the golden era, although yeah. the consciousness was still in the golden era. Yeah. Right. And then after the golden era, you had kind of like a genius era. Yeah. Where the emphasis was more put on imagery and word schemes and wordplay and this lyricism even more than it was in, uh, I would say the era from 91 to, from 89 to 94. Yes. I'll yeah. give you an example. Um, ghost, uh, no, no, I ghost face. Before I get to ghost face, Jizza's, uh, Liquid Swords album. Yeah. Exactly. Now that, was a, a lyrical genius era because you had Liquid Swords, you had um, you had uh, uh Illmatic, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. you had Built Fort Cuban Links, Raekwon's album, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you you had um, you had Met the Man's, you had Met the Man's to Cow album, mm-hmm. you had um, you had all of this was happening even after that period of the gangster rap era mm-hmm. because you had the gangster rap era on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre. You know, you had the Chronic. You had Doggy Style album. You had... Then you had Cube break off even exactly. from that and yeah. make yeah. his yeah. own yeah. thing. Yeah. Matter of fact, Doc, mm-hmm. I don't want to go too far without mentioning that. Let's go yeah. more into the whole... Let's go more into the whole Cube and NWA time because... From an in, that's what I wanted to get to. I want to get to it from an industry standpoint. What about the what then, a, Okay, okay. Hold on, no, go ahead, Cinema. Go ahead. One point I want to make is yeah. when Cube left NWA, he didn't have because that's NWA on the West Coast. Cube came east for production. Right. You, on his that's EP, true. True, you got yeah. Public Enemy producing Kill At Will. And then <laughs> you have him building his production team from that. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about Cube's first three albums, those are like <laughs> Those are like listening to like LL and stuff for me. Because right, 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 Cube right. is one of the people who shaped me. Because right, I right. was, because, uh, you know, you know how New York is. Why you listen to that Jerry Curl guy? It's like he's dope. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, that's what we used to say, you know? Yeah, it's mean, like, y'all, y'all sleeping on Cube. I'm giving Cube to my friends, yeah, and my friends are like, what? You know, and then because back then, you didn't care where it came from. As right. long as it related to you and it was real. Right. No. Well, we would say that NWA, I'm sorry, just a second. You would, we would yeah. say that NWA is here mm-hmm. because uh-huh. of public enemy. Is mm-hmm. it safe to say that? Mm-hmm. No, I'd say Cube survived out of post NWA because of that. Okay. Because before that, Dre was handling his business with NWA as far as making beats and stuff. No, I'm just talking about. Oh, uh, as far as the lineage, right, because yeah. it's an aware thing, because mm-hmm. that was the West Coast, because we didn't know what the West Coast went through, right? Mm-hmm. Being, being East Coast guys. Yeah. right. They, basically, that led the way for them to tell their story, because they were getting harassed by police, they, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. and, I can't, them, yeah. and I can't speak for a guy in the West Coast, because I grew up in East New Co- York. East Coast, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. right. And, then, yeah. and so when we hear, oh, but that's how y'all handle and then we, you know, you felt it because mm-hmm. it was real. It was real. As far as, yeah, as far as paving the way. It was different. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. it, it all it's always like that. Someone always paves the way for the next people. Mm-hmm. And the problem is today they don't recognize that. But I yeah, I can agree with that statement. Yeah. Go ahead, Zach Hughes. Yeah, we we we're not gonna forget the um the fun time of hip well with, with hip hop they always try to make it fun with kid and play. Yeah um, um salt and pepper. Um, even Queen Jeff Latifah Red, Queen Latifah, Queen, La- Queen yeah. Latifah, Houdini, 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 yeah, yeah, and um, they, they tried to also, but De La Soul, they made it fun yes. of them, and um, dude. and Special Ed, and yes. and them, them, them cats out there, and Craig G, they know the Juice Crew, yeah, you can't forget yes. about the Juice Crew, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, um, Craig, um, Craig, um, what's it, um, Big Craig Daddy Mack? King, yeah, Big Craig, da- Big Daddy Kane. Um, oh, um, Craig, you talking about Craig G? Craig G, Craig yeah. G. Yeah, yeah, Craig G, Craig G, Cool yeah. G, Cool oh, G, yeah. Rock, yeah. Big Daddy Kane, Bismarcky, Bismarcky, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 and, and um, MC Shan, MC Shan, and Roxanne Shante. Yeah, they, they, mm-hmm. they, 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 they're the ones that made that kind of hip hop kind of like. Even with the battle between Karis One and MC Shan, it made it like a that's a classical battle. They made it, they made it hip hop. What it is, they made hip hop fun. They made hip hop like wow, it's funny to pay attention to. They they made hip hop in a way where it's like that yeah. people that was, even back then that was not even hip hop got into hip hop because of these because of all these MCs that I mentioned exactly you know yeah. exactly. where kid and play with the dancing and the movies um salt and pepper salt and pepper with their, with their with their um the women power and the the music that you know let's touch this and you know all you know, yeah. you know all that stuff and it's funny that you mentioned you know. King because like I said Queen Latifah to some degree the reason why yeah. I said to some degree yeah because Queen Latifah was conscious yeah she was conscious but yeah but then it was also yeah there was also yes. the other side to her yes same thing with King yeah King was conscious as well yeah. But he was also he also had kind of like the ladies man kind of yes, thing to him yes, as well. Yes, you yes. know, same thing with LL. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then LL was a that, good example. LL Cool J. Yeah, right. yeah. And mm-hmm. all those things led to Pac, because Pac was conscious. Yes, he was a gangster as well. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's true. He came out of digital underground. Yeah, he That's is. True. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He you could always follow the thread. And then you always ask them who influenced you, who influenced you. Right. You can right. tell LL who LL will tell you who influenced them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then it's like today you got songs, you know, that generation, Snoop is making stuff. He made stuff with LL a few years back. He just made something with KRS. You yeah, know. I've yet to hear that yet. He made yeah. something with KRS-One? KRS-One. Yeah. Kara- and it's recent. Yeah. yeah. I need to, yeah. Recently. Wow. This was who? What website put that? Uh, uh, Ambrosia? Ambrosia. Ambrosia for heads. Yeah. Okay. Ambrosia for heads. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Also, also, it's funny that we mentioned Ice Cube. You know, he is making a comeback. Yeah. Like no, no, no. Like he's working on an album. Ice yeah, Cube. Yes, he yeah. is. Ice Cube was working on an album. Yes, he is. As a matter of fact, he just released a song, and they said that. Look, I have to hear this song because I read the the the, the cliff notes on it. They said <sighs> lyrically, he sounded like the old Cube. Yeah, he's hungry again because he been. You got to go away from it. It's like when LL did Authentic. Yeah, a lot of people didn't pick it up, but if you're ahead, it's like you hear you hear the hunger he used to have, like, and then you hear him having fun on it. You hear him have some stuff, and then he's he did some innovative stuff like how we used to. You got to be able to grow, and basically, he LL did a song with Eddie Van Halen. Killing the guitars. Travis Barker's playing drums all over the album. There's a song with Earth, Wind, and Fire Horns. Mm. Uncle Charlie, Charlie Wilson. Wow. And, and, you know, 
they're making masterpieces, but they don't care if it sells or not. LL's like on NCIS LA, but he still loves to make the music. Yeah. And Same that's thing, thing with Q. Yeah, that's Q thing. got yeah. the big three, got his movies. But see, that's what's missing from this generation. They don't really have a hunger. They have a thing like, oh, you know, I'm I'm the dopest. They're not hungry. Some of them are. I can't say that about all of them. That's yeah. in a general sense. Because yeah. there's people I feel from today, and I ain't going to front on that. <laughs> yeah, there's some people just want to be artists, just want to get out there and just have girls parade around in, in their videos, and that's what they want to do. Right. Man. <laughs> I, I, no, I, that, that's no, I think there's the rock star um, stereotype. These yeah. rappers don't really want to be rappers. They want to be, quote, unquote, the stereotypical rock star, meaning they want to have, the fame. women, they want to have the fame. fame. They want to have the flash. Yes, yes. But even I will admit that a lot of the legendary uh, uh, rock legends that we have were still talented. Mm-hmm. And yeah. see, that's what a lot of these rappers don't understand. You want to be right. like uh, Kurt Cobain, or you want to be like Axel Axel Rod, or you want to be like uh, Axel Rose. Yeah, Axel Rose. You want to be like um, what's the name? Oh, Aerosmith, who's uh, been yeah. like for decades. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You want to be like you want to be like Metallica, ex- yeah, Gene right. Simmons from Kiss. Exactly. Or, wow, you wow, want, wow. You want to be these Ozzy Osbourne, have, but then you don't want to put in the work that they and did. You have to, put and you in don't want to yeah. put have the talent they have. Right. These guys are musicians. These guys are masters at their craft. They know mm. what they're doing. Mm. You go to a show, you will not be disappointed. See, see, <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, see, yeah. and that's and that's the whole thing is you you're going to a show, you're walking across the stage, and just because your people's hype, but your show's nothing. Like when Buster was touring with some of these new guys, and he was putting on an old school show, out showing the new kids, and they were getting mad at him. They were getting mad. At, see, Yo, see, it's the same thing with Method Man, Red Man, and a couple of our legends out. Eric Sermon. Yeah, these guys do. All right. The thing about a lot of these uh, about the MCs that we just mentioned just now is that when you pay for a show, you're getting a performance. Yes, and it's not, going all out. It's not just a a a, a, a karaoke night. <laughs> no, you're actually getting a performance from yeah. like they, they, they're MCs, but they're actually performers. The performers, yeah. Like you Even get Big your Daddy money's worth. Kane too. Big Daddy, you, of man, course. Big man, Daddy you, Kane just showmanship. Out Philly last year. Can, Can you say something? Hold on, hold he's on. still doing real, his dance. Real, real quick, real quick, real quick. <laughs> right. When it comes to okay, when it comes to hip hop and showmanship. Yeah. He's definitely somebody you want to watch. Yes. Exactly. I'll yes. even put Kumo D in there too. Yes. Exactly. Kumo D. I've seen Kumo Shoot. D perform live. Uh, you know. Animated. Yeah. Animated, see? Like, I'm talking about old footage of him? Yeah. Yeah, Big Daddy King can still do that split. Big Daddy, <laughs> King, split. <laughs> Big Daddy King can still do the same thing that he could yes. when he came out when he was half stepping. I've seen it. Jacob Johnson Center was a few years ago. i seen him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's still ripping it. He he, he tears the show down. Yeah. Yeah. He takes pride. See? And, and, See? He, and, he, and he kept up his craft. Yes. So he can lyrically compete with anybody today. Yes, he can. Right. Yes. yes. I stand I mean, by that. Can, yep. can mm-hmm. I give you an example of a, of a rock star Go ahead. who lives... Who he lives in LA, but he's from Britain. Robbie Williams. If you go see Robbie Williams do a show, even today, mm-hmm. he's gonna tear it down. Yeah. See? see, he tears it down to this day. He, they got a quote from him: "I take pride mm. because because a guy came on stage and pushed him, and he said, how dare them interrupt your night of fun?'" 
because it wasn't even about him. It was about his crowd because he takes pride in being an entertainer. Same, see? Same, yo, Mick see? Jagger, too. Mick Jagger? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. See? And, and see, a lot of these, even LL, LL's still ripping shows. Yep. Yeah, they, yeah, they yes. Pride, mm-hmm. They take pride in being an entertainer. Entertainers. Run DMC, still ripping shows. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think LL mm-hmm. gets a little flack. For when after he did his uh third no before his thirteenth album he talked about how at this point of his life at the, at that point of his life he didn't mind having fifty ghostwrite for him because so, he was busy acting and it really wasn't yeah. because of the thing it was he got flack for that season but he said the hunger was gone remember yeah. he would have stopped way before that if cannabis wouldn't have sparked something. That's a good uh, point. That's a very good point. That's a good point. Uh, before <laughs> he we... said it himself, right? So let's so let's do this. Let's get back on, yeah, on, on track. Um, no, we did good. We did good. But I just want to go back to what we're saying here. So we were talking about the errors, right? We were talking yeah. about. So now let's kind of move up because we said we said um um we we talked about the um. The the, the the birth the birth okay? yes yeah then we talked about conscious era, era. Uh, yeah. golden era the fun gen- era uh, genius era we well we talked about the basically that whole golden era was a balance that's balance, why it's called yeah. the golden, golden era is the golden era because it had everything at yes. one time and and that too and I know y'all gotta shake my head on this one yeah everybody had a unique voice that's true. everybody had a uniqueness about them they were, everybody was different. That's true. That's what made hip hop the golden era because the MCs coming up from that time were different. Yeah. Nobody sounded alike. Yeah. Not like today. Right. Nobody trying to cop anybody else's style. Well, well, you know why? Because you, because the term biting around that right. time, you never wanted to be labeled as a biter. Right. See? Right. Yeah. So right. so let's kind of move up a little bit because then I and then I'm gonna I'm a hit Oh, you, hit one thing you. I yeah, want to mention from the golden era yeah. that a lot of people used to try to diss him. Mm-hmm. Will Smith. Comedy oh. in the golden era. Exactly. Oh, comedy and hip hop. Well, yes. Throw Redman in there too. Yeah. Oh, definitely. 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 Yeah, definitely. Now, Matter of you fact, know, you, you got to throw Cube in Redman. Redman. Yeah. Cube in there too. Yeah. Cube, hilarious. hilarious. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. They, exactly. Mm-hmm. In the storytelling that Slick Rick started. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, you yeah, cannot yeah, forget yeah. about Slick Rick. Now, oh my now, God. Personally, he the inspired. Story. Now, personally, even though you're a reggae artist, you are hip hop. Personally, I, he, Slick he, Rick inspired you. Slick Rick inspired me. You know why his Rick inspired me? Because I write stories in my songs, and I said, exactly. and I always, and I always said that Slick Rick, he's an inspiration because his his storytelling his music was phenomenal i don't think anybody could, yo his storytelling the music is phenomenal man <laughs> yeah. i give it up to slick rick any day anytime man i mean mm-hmm. yeah he, he, he that was a fun part of the hip-hop too as part of it his storytelling so, was great you know tr- tragedy intelligent human yeah. street life street life yeah uh-huh. all that storytelling yeah not nas got inspired by that storytelling yeah mm-hmm. and storytelling was a big Biz part Marquee, nope. yeah all of them yeah it, right you mm-hmm. don't have that creativity no more no where you're the no. story it's like i'm i'm popping this i'm doing that yes like, yeah tell me something tell me something tell me a story that's gonna you know you know take me somewhere like, we, we've always the, had i'm sorry go ahead go ahead yeah and that's something other music genres depend on yeah. A good country song has a story that I have you in tears. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know, we know no song that, that that still hits me till today. Um, the, the song from Ghost. Remember Ghostface? Talk about his life growing up. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All, that, all that I got is you. All I got is you. Yeah. That joint. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, it's a few, man. Yeah, a that few was off of Ghostface's first, first album. album. Yeah. yeah, that yeah, was that, fire. Yeah. I, and, and here's the thing. Because now I want to move to a time where the late 90s, early 2000s, you had what, what, what Cash Money uh, coined as the bling era. Bling era, bling, bling. <laughs> so now, Cinema, yeah. in your opinion, as far as, as okay, as far as, as, as it relates to industry, business-wise, and music content-wise, did the bling era begin the fall of the of, of the conscious era? Much so, because a lot of things changed. Yeah, you also can blame a generation gap there. That's true. That's where everything splits from generation to generation, and you there's a hard split. Even if you go go into any hip hop debate. That's where the split comes, where, you know, I know they'll never be able to relate to what we grew up. You mm-hmm. know, so a kid was honest. I can't relate to Nas because, yeah, that's not what you grew up in. Yeah, he couldn't relate. But, can't relate to Biggie. Can't relate to Pac because that's not what he grew Right. Yeah. That sounds like a little Yachty. Yeah. Yeah. I think he said I, something like that. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. But But the whole thing is. I didn't grow up in Stevie Wonder's era, but I listened to him and checked out what he was talking about, mm-hmm. even if my sound wasn't like that. That's where the respect ends. Yes. And, yeah. And, yes. And if you don't have if you don't have respect for the people who built what you're eating off of, it it becomes somebody else's. This yes. is the era where you see a lot of people get contracts, build companies, and sell them quick. Mm. Mm. Yeah, money, money, Me and my money. Drake could make a whole independent empire and then go sign. Really? <laughs> mm. Wayne could make an empire, then he goes sign. Why are you signing? You're running everything. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got, but you, you sign. Chance the Rapper. He won't. He did. Yeah. yeah he, but he's yeah. true, you know? Yeah. And then anybody who's conscious is signed by somebody who has sense. Where's J. Cole's album on? Rockefeller? Rock Nation? You know? Right. Hmm. You know, look where they're signed if they're conscious. That's because true. Because these are these are people who know. Ken, Ken, they're not- Kendrick is with TDE, but TDE is under Aftermath. Aftermath. Exactly. Yeah, that's Drake. So. Exactly. Yeah. People who know. People who know. Okay, we'll let you flood the market with that. All I need is one conscious rapper. He's going to outsell all of y'all. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, so real quick, because I do want to get into that. So yeah. So let's um, yeah. I actually let do me what finish. It, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Your question. Yeah, go ahead. A lot of that is because of you know, n- you know, not learning production or you 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 you're into this. Samp the ruling on sampling also changed hip hop. Yeah. I want to I want to throw that in. Yeah. Not that these guys these guys didn't mm. have many options mm. because. You get caught sampling something. The penalties are higher, even though you, if you make enough, you can pay it off. But you know, when you're first starting, you can't get away with that because yeah. they're take, they're taking you, you. You're not eating yet like that. No, mm. no. And so a lot of little things came up to that. And so, and then you know, the little rebellious streak came up. We're gonna do it the way we want to because you can't tell me. And it's like. 
we're trying to tell you. They're trying to set you up and you're trusting these executives who, you know, an executive, you know, how many executives can change a light bulb? The answer is still to be determined. We don't know yet because these guys don't make the music. They run the company. They're business people, which I respect because I ain't messing with the business side. Right, that, y- right. Y'all do that. I think that's what happened. But uh, yeah. see, you don't. Artists should be hanging out with artists, not with other people who are telling them how to do their stuff, who really don't have a passion for it. Right. And so, I'm signed. I'm a piece of property now. Right. And so we don't know if this is what these guys are going to do or not because they have clauses in their contract. They say anything negative, they owe money. Yeah, or they say anything conscious, they owe money. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. You know, <laughs> you have an A and R. You have an image. This is selling, drinking, partying. I'm gonna turn it up. You know, scantily clad women. They run your video all the time. <laughs> right, and that and that becomes yeah. suspended. Yeah. You know, but it's no different. We had Luke in the conscious era. We had Luke parties. Yes, we did. We had two live crew. We had That's Luke true. battling Dre. Yeah, but yeah. I remember the two live crew. Yo, what, but yo, yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. like. Like it, like, it wasn't like just was that, saying, right? It was a it balance. It wasn't just that, right? Right, right, right. right. When you take away yeah, all yeah. the styles, it's like the subgenres. Like you have all the subgenres in R and B. You got the hip hop R and B. You got the old school R and B. You got the Jill Scott progressive. You got neo so. If you take away all the subgenres in hip hop and just leave that, you're not even really left with hip hop. You're right. Hip hop used to be a full course meal. Right. It used to be, uh, I like to use the gumbo metaphor. Yeah. You know yeah. how gumbo has all kinds of things in it? Yes. Yeah. Now it's just a side dish. Yeah. <laughs> it's just exactly. mashed potatoes. Exactly. It's coleslaw. Yeah, exactly. It's coleslaw. <laughs> we used to have we used to have chicken ribs, hamburgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, filet Ma- mignon. Mac yeah, and cheese. Mac, mac and, and cheese. cheese. <laughs> uh, fettuccine. We used to have all of that. Now it's just, uh, it's just uh, coleslaw. It's just coleslaw. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's just... Okay, it's like we can't have our. It's it's like it's like we can't have all what we used to have. They're only gonna put out one particular part. That's boring. Do you want to eat? I have, do you want to eat rice and beans every day? No, no, I don't eat no rice and beans every day. Shoot. Okay, oh, but you man. know we, we're gonna want a variety. We're gonna want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. So I mean, so so. Question for you, Zacchaeus. Same question. Did the bling era begin the downfall of the con- of of well, just hip hop in general, not just the conscious era? You know just, what? Did, did it did it begin the downfall of hip hop? No, 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 take it away from um, Cash Money Crew. Nothing yeah, like that. No, yeah. we're not taking it away not, from them. Be too it's just that the industry when we sold hip hop, the industry changed. So what they did was, was they focused on the the money, the bling, and the women, and it's, <laughs> they focused. They just and it's and it, and it stayed there. They focused on it and it stayed there. They they, they push out the conscious. Conscious was considered now underground. Now no more mm-hmm. no more no more preachers in in, in hip hop anymore. We push it underneath ground. No more storytelling in hip hop. We push it under. That's underground. It's considered underground. And they stayed at the cause. Cause remember, it cause we are a society. We are we're um. What do you say though? I say like a, like a regular hours. I say a Babylon Babylon society. We focus on the the money and we focus on the sex, the scantily clad women. So mm-hmm. it so so it just focused on the slackness. Now hip hop is just focused on slackness, and and you know 
No one taking away from Little Kim because when when Little Kim came with that album, when she was sitting squatting and she sitting, you know, and, and people we got everybody got turned on to that, They're like ooh, uh, you know, she look hot. Hey, you'll be like ooh, ooh, yeah, 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 you got hot, you know. And the women, the the hip, women in hip hop started dressing, you know, judging, look, they look sexy, judges and sexy. You know, what I'm talking about Silver Skate, they dressing right. sexy. They Trina, just, they, yeah, Trina came along. Came along. Yeah, exactly. So when that era, when the bling bling came in, that came in as well. In it too. That's true. Yeah, that the the the, the scantily cut with in you and you. Let me tell you something. Well, ain't no women. Lil, Lil Kim was earlier. Earlier, so I, I think yeah. Lil Kim kind of the female. It I, I remember it. at yeah, that it sparked time. It. Lil Kim I'm, sparked it. She sparked it. Trina, we have we have Nick. Let's just be real. If we're talking about times, so we had Lil Kim and Foxy. Yeah. Then Trina. We, then you said Trina. Yes, Trina. And then today we have. Nikki. Nikki. Nikki, yeah, Nikki. So, yeah, so, no, like, like, at that time, 1998 and on, no women could have come up, come off looking like, like Heather B in hip hop. Yo, and she could spit. Yeah, no woman could have started looking like Heather, Heather B or, 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 um, well, you back know, back in the day, uh, Mooney Love. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't come up with that, that, oh, I'm, I'm wearing baggy jeans, I'm spitting. No, you got to dress down. You got to look, you have to look sexy. Lauren Hill represented the revolution, though. She did. Lauren, yeah, big up to Lauren she Hill. Rep- she, did. she represented she did. a female revolution in hip hop. 1995. Yeah. Is, that, is that safe to say, Cinema? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah because she could sing real talent. She was a triple threat, man. She, and 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 spit real talent, you know. Sing so, and and acting in movies and movies exactly. Real, she real was a talent. triple threat. She, 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 triple threat, yeah. So, but and but gods, that, and, the Fuji's, yes, yeah, Move Fuji's, on. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Fuji's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hmm. yeah I still, I, I'll never forget the Fuji's when I first heard the Fuji's. I was like, wow. And, you know, and she didn't even have the dress guy to the dress to know that she, you know, she don't want. It was like she's just a lyricist. These like like when when Kim came out, it's like okay, I gotta see her. I gotta see the music video, see how what she's wearing and what she look like. You that's know that's a, that's a good point. That's <laughs> a good point about no. Actually, you bring up a good point. Um, just a second, let me speak on the blinger real quick. Yeah. So, to be fair, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to put all the onus on Cash Money per yeah, se. It, no, exactly. I'm actually not going to blame them. No, I'm going to say that. Fortunately for Cash Money, they came out at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. For them. Fortunately for them. Yeah. Yep. Now, for everybody else, Mm-mm. no. Because then this is what you had. You had a record label say, I'm going to listen to Cash Money. I'm going to listen to No Limit or any other uh, artist at that time. Mm-hmm. That was known for, I guess, having more so flash than mm. than, than substance. Mm. I have to be fair and say that because they had more flash than substance. Mm-hmm. Big mm-hmm. Daddy Kane had flash and substance. Mm-hmm. Camp Low had flash, flash and, and substance. substance. And the one thing about Camp Low is interesting is that I mean Camp Low, Camp Low, even though they had flash, they were lyrical as heck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Camp yeah. Low, yo, yo, dumb, dumb two brothers right there. They can spit. Like if we're talking like like I've never heard nobody rap about um uh I guess you could not necessarily money, but to rap about flash cause flash is not just money. Fla- right, flash right. is also style and everything too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when when um when Camp Loads uh, did This Is It, which is one of my favorite hip hop records of all time. 
Yeah. Yeah, this is it. What? Let me well, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? This is what? This uh, yeah, is yeah, it. Yeah, what? Yeah, that yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, joint, yeah. that's, you know, that that's a high joint. Yes. You know, so, so, now the point I'm making is what I just said before. Camp Low came at a time where there was balance. Yes. So, it, I think it's safe to say that people like Camp Low, Kane, and a couple other artists who did have flash in the early days probably inspired people like Juvenile and 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 and, 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 and BG and all them. Probably did. Yeah. Um, Poor righteous teachers. But yeah. but but I would say <laughs> but I would say like I said there was a balance back then. Mm-hmm. The balance started to shift. But here's the thing: even though you had the bling era, you still had DMX at that time. You still had Met the Man with his second album. You yeah. had Red Man with Red Doc's Man. the name. Mm-hmm. You still had there was still something there in that in that nineteen at, at ninety nine to two thousand three. You still <coughs> had like Jay Z. Well, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You still had there was somewhat of. A st- I'm just saying that that's where the shifting was happened. The shifting was happened was happening right. in ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. There yeah, was yeah. a there was a the scale was yes. moving, but you still had some. You still had success. From from DMX, DMX was not flashy at all. Not at all. At all. Not at all. You, you still had you still had Onyx. Yeah. Still having somewhat of a success in that early in the uh, early two thousands. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we shut them down. You still had that. You yeah. had pun. Pun. You yeah, had big pun. You, yeah. Yeah. The, the, but yeah. but yeah, it was shifting. It was shifting. Yeah. And now, right. no, nah, yeah. go ahead, Cinema, because I know you got something to say on that. Go ahead. Right, and then. You had M- MOP on the edge, but they couldn't get an album out. And so we lost out on that, you know, <laughs> after that first album. They couldn't get a follow-up out, you know, because it started shifting and you were looking for records and follow-ups for people, but people weren't signing nobody like that no more. They're trying to sign The Flash. Yo, yo, yo I've, I've heard this, and that, man. Yep. And that's the shift. And that's the shift in that I started not liking because exactly, basically exactly. you had those people, exactly. but they were finishing out contracts. Wow. You know, <laughs> we're talking. That's the truth. And how and who was getting signed to continue that? It, well, you had Redman and Method Man about to go independent, which they're still mm-hmm. Redman's still dropping albums, mm-hmm, and I'm mm-hmm. still getting them. Yeah, but they're not mainstream. It's independent now. He's working you know, on he's working on muddy waters on muddy too. Waters as we speak. Too. Wasn't, yeah. wasn't, uh-huh. wasn't it at some time some people it was just trying to sign the southern artists? At one time you had to be from the south to get signed. Uh, yeah, you're talking about the crunk era, which was yeah. after the bling era. After the bling era, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, but, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's after this had totally fallen apart. Yeah. Cause you had people shifting contracts. You had Def Jam, which was about to not push anything from Def Jam shifting things you had the beef with LL and Jay-Z about to come up you know yeah yeah, and yeah. it's mm-hmm. like a lot of things that changed the game where um Jay-Z just went on I'm gonna just get the artist I want you know and so basically you you had the independent label era where a lot of people had success outside of what the main industry was. And then the main industry was just, you know, what we're talking about, hip hop for sale. Mm-hmm. Now we're just, we, we're just putting it out there, you know, like a garage sale, just package out there, put a price <laughs> tag on it. <laughs> he looks yeah. close enough to a hip hop guy. Just put a tag on him. Right. This right. Is, that's the, 
it's not even because of cash money because I listened to cash money. It wasn't even their fault. No, it's just no, no, not the industry all. on the outside looking in determined that was the only thing going on when it wasn't true. And that goes back to my beginning point when I start when we started the show. I said when you let those who are outside the culture come in, right? But in order for some, in order for somebody to buy something, it would have to be what be offered. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that's the problem. Is that it should have never been. Well, here's my thing. You said earlier, and I got to go to this. You said, if I start something, if I start a business, whether it be a music business, any other business, and I have a family, kids, who am I going to pass it down to? I want to pass it down to them. Is it safe to say that hip hop, even though hip hop, it's like this. Hip hop would be, hip hop would be the father and, and one argument, but then hip hop would be also the kids who have no father. Right. That's an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. Hip hop is like, in one argument, hip hop is the father that didn't, that had, that gave birth to children, but didn't raise them. Mm-hmm. And another argument would be hip hop is from the children, but doesn't have a father. It's almost the same. I basically said the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So basically, yeah, basically yeah. to, Basically, to the older heads, hip hop was the father, right? That yes, we never yes, had, yes, right? Yes, right. And now yes. these kids, it's the father they don't want to be around, <laughs> right? Or, or they, or, or it's the father that, it's it's the father that they were told about was 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 who, who I wouldn't necessarily say abandoned them, but they probably said it wasn't good for them, or they just want right. to be rebel. Hip hop today. It's like the rebellious child, I guess you could say. That's another argument, too. That right. hip-hop would be a rebellious child. It doesn't want to listen to the father anymore. Right, right. Exactly. They want to they do their own they thing. They want to do their own thing. They want to they wanna make... They, in other words, they want to change the format. They want to change the whole formula. Um, nothing, wrong, nothing wrong with um, dip, breaking the... I mean, hey, I, nothing wrong with tra- trap music, you know. It's, 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 just, it's just what it is that... You know, when you have when you when, when other when others that don't know nothing about hip hop take over, this is what happens. The whole formula change, the whole format changes. So people, the real hip hop heads, they lose the love for it because it's like they don't have the desire, and they have to have the desire to to only the true lyricists will keep continue making music. But it's like you don't have the love for it; it's not even there no more because people still go back and you know a lot big up to. W- WBLS when they when they keep playing the golden era hip they play they have stations that play golden era hip hop you know and yeah shout outs to yeah, Chuck Chill Out Ch- Chuck Chill Out they still play golden era red alert because red they alert, still yeah. keep it going yeah still keep the golden era hip hop going because they realize that the s this is the essence of hip hop this is what and the, you know if and it's cinema kids you do you do you agree that they need to just like bring it back again like just just bring back like form a new yeah. label and bring back the the, the the, the essence of hip hop because I think isn't is Nas doing that though? Is, 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 is yeah, Nas they like are, that? but the producers have shifted. Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of people I respect. I'm not gonna name call because <laughs> yeah. you know you yeah. know I don't do that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people I respect. You know because you know most of those people now they they don't get hype off of music. They're in the machine. They say I have to stay in producer mode. It's like I saw somebody I respected say that, and I'm like, what? you know, what does that mean? <laughs> but because I'm like, really, you're one of the my biggest influences for hip hop, 
And so, okay, now I understand how you can make that shifting because that's what's in your mind. I have to keep my pockets fat. I got to get paid. I got to stay a relevant producer. Then you got dudes like Just Blaze. I'm going to produce how I am. And dudes like Beyonce and Jay-Z are coming to them. And, you know, you hear Freedom on Beyonce's track. I said, I know who that producer is just by the sound. (laughs) You know? And you see what the song's doing. And it's like, every time someone wants to discredit it, a fat producer and a fat track comes out that knocks all this modern stuff off, and everyone feels it. Mm. The only problem is is that now they don't have... The thing is is that they need a machine, a financial right. machine uh, yeah. uh, that... I wouldn't even... Let's put it like this. They have a financial machine competing against them. They don't necessarily have a financial machine backing them. Because when something conscious comes out like Kendrick, then... Okay, this is a good example. The modern... You mentioned Zacchaeus. You mentioned J. Cole. Yeah. And and we mentioned Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar. Every time somebody like J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar drop something that is influential from a I guess from a consciousness standpoint that kind of remind you of a of, of an earlier time in hip hop yeah. when things were about not only just having fun and listening to good music but also being informed. There's you're always gonna have that those culture vultures on the other side putting up more money to put out put out a mountain of other artists to drown out that momentum. That's right. what it that's when it makes it hard to compete. But you don't necessarily have to compete with that. You just do what you do, and you have you know your what? fan base. I got, I got to. Res- I know, know, we got to big up and respect our Fat Joe and Remy Ma. They, they, they're still keeping it. They're still keeping uh, the essence of going from the from the Bronx going. You know. You know what? I actually get what you're talking about when you say that. Yeah. The reason I think yeah, I think the reason keep, why he still keeps the style the same. He, he doesn't change. You know. He doesn't change. And, tra- and then events know, like the Roots Picnic that just happened this weekend. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, they need to keep doing those. The yeah, and, and they've been doing it. They got to expand it. It's no more. Talk, talk no about more this. Room at the pier. There's no more room at the pier. I couldn't even get a ticket. So they have to expand. Even Black Thought was on his IG talking about they need to expand that. Those events are keeping things alive. And then the Roots Picnic, there's going to be one in New York. They started it last year. Wow. And you, so you also have here events, in Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn, uh, Hip-hop. Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival. Festival, yes. I know exactly. about the festivals. Yeah, yeah. Those, yeah. those, those are good. things. Those, yeah. mm-hmm. Why KRS won, you know, he didn't really want to make hip hop a religion, but he did that to preserve it when they, they interviewed him. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he said wow. it was really not to make a religion, but to preserve the tenets of hip hop that we've had. So historically, there's a record. Yeah. You're talking about, for audience other, you're talking about the Temple of Hip Hop, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's not real, you know, he said, I had to set up like that so I can take it to the UN and make it official because mm. it has to be either this, this or this. So he said, I just chose religion. But the real purpose of it was to make a record of hip hop. Right, After I'm right. gone, there is a accurate record of hip hop in history. You know, and so, you know, there's a lot of things like that. And, and that's how we keep it alive. And surprisingly the kids there are a lot of kids who are producing golden era style stuff that are coming up and it's like you know what's that group out of the other side of the country that frank ocean came out of 
and those kids from Odd there. Future. Yeah. You oh, had, yeah? And then that whole clique, they got MCs for days. Yeah. In Ur- that clique. Tyler, Earl Sweatshirt being probably the best one, maybe. Probably. Yeah. I think Earl Sweatshirt's probably the I think as far as lyricism, I think he is the best out of that crew, Earl Sweatshirt. Right. Yeah. And then there's there's a crew out of Brooklyn I can't remember, and they do everything themselves, and they're deep too. Oh. Under The underground culture, it's starting to come up again. And by keeping these things alive and, he, and having festivals and having a place for them to reach, yeah. when because after a while that superficial stuff gets tiring. If there's no substance... Music gives you substance, culture. That's it, right. That's right. It. That's right. And so if I don't feel nothing, I'm probably going to have to create something I feel. Yeah. For somebody you else know, to feel. And it's, you know, a lot of these kids, I mean, a lot of young people, they love the trap music and you can see them, but, but it has no, I don't know. When you talk about substance, when you talk about like, like. You, right. It you, doesn't have. Yeah. Music. Yeah. If you, if you put on, let's say if you put on a mixtape and you have yeah. all trap music on it. Most of it sound the same. Would you would you say fifth? Most, most trap. You know what? I wanted to save this for part two, but okay, most okay. trap music is the same. It is the same. Yeah. If you listen to, okay. Now, cinema. You was just talking about uh, Frank Ocean's group, right? Odd Future, right? Yeah. And then you mentioned the crew you're talking about in Brooklyn. You might be talking about. You might be talking about Flatbush, Flatbush Zombies. I'm not sure. But um, you do have, when it comes to trap music, because I wanted to say this for part two, because we're still going up in the eras. We still haven't touched on the crunk era. Yeah, we right. Yeah, so right. so <laughs> yeah. You, you mentioned trap, right? Mm-hmm. Trap music. Well, actually, trap music uh, has negative things to it because trap would mean uh, 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 when, when people say trap, we're talking about like uh, that term comes from uh, drugs, selling drugs. They, right. they call it a trap house, a.k.a. stash house. Mm. I mean, you know, we back in the 90s, you didn't it wasn't called trap house. House but, club, right. house club music. Right. That's that, where that's where it sources. And that's uh. the stuff and that's the stuff you didn't listen to in your car. You listen to at the club. At the club, right. Right. right, when, right, when, right now right. now when it comes to the music side, but the term trap is not yeah. positive. Right. Right. So as far as that, when it comes to not only just the production sound, but also now there's a delivery that is tied to to, to trap music. Mm-hmm. And we'll get more into that on part two. So we're going to have to wrap it up. Um, mm-hmm. We'll explain what, what's going to happen. I want everybody to listen to what I'm saying. Mr. Z and Fifth will go on a, a, a break um, because me, Zacchaeus, and Cinema Escapes have a new podcast coming out called the Round Circle Podcast. Mm-hmm. That podcast will be, the central uh, focus on that will be more so about uh, uh, music. Mm-hmm. Um, we all do. The thing is, is that we all do. We all known. Uh, I guess primarily what we do is more of a, a, a more of a gospel uh, sound. Okay, just for those who know us, you know, uh, we hip hop, reggae, everything. Okay, mm-hmm. so what we're gonna do is make that show 
more music based, more more about the about about music. So we're gonna talk about we talk, we're gonna talk about the Christian hip hop community. We're gonna talk about the industry. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about other uh, topics as well, not just music, but I would say mainly geared towards the music part. Mm-hmm. The, the the Round Circle podcast is more of a niche market type of, type of podcast. I think people are going to enjoy that for the content they want to hear. Yes, okay? yes. So. Mm-hmm. This episode of uh, 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 Mr. Z and Fifth Hip Hop for Sale will have a part two. Part two will be on the Round Circle podcast, which mm-hmm. will premiere uh, a week after this episode airs, which will be, yeah. let's see, June, what, June 11th is, what's next? Oh, I'm looking at my calendar here. I'm, talk about. <laughs> I'm, I'm right on the computer and ain't looking. Here we go. So, June 12th mm-hmm. is when this episode, it'll be 12th by the time people listen to this, but June nineteenth is when uh the Round Circle podcast mm-hmm. will premiere. Mm-hmm. That will uh, be on my um that will still continue on, on uh Audio Mac and YouTube. That'll still be there. Um soon Mr. Z and Fifth will be on uh iTunes uh, uh very soon. And, and very, very soon. soon. It costs money to get there, so that'll be there. It'll be there, yeah. Um, the Round Circle will make its way there someday too as well. Uh, but for now, one um, audio Mac and YouTube is where you can catch uh, Mr. Z and Fifth, and when the new uh, podcast premieres, the Round Circle. So we're gonna do the Round Circle podcast in the meantime before Mr. Z and Fifth comes back. So Mr. Z and Fifth will be back, um, yeah, in in, in another t- uh, ten to to twelve weeks. Okay. 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 But but then that time we'll have um, the Round Circle podcast. I think people will love that. Yep. Um. We have day jobs, so we have to find time to do this. You know, <laughs> yeah, we're not getting paid exactly. from this yet. So yeah. we have to kind of space it out like that. We have to do Mrs. Z and Fifth, and then we have yeah. to do the round circle in between Mrs. Z and Fifth. Yes. We can't yeah, really yeah, do yeah. two at once yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we thank those who listen. Uh, so I just had to say that real quick before we close out. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, our brother mm-hmm. Cinema Skips. So it'll be me. It'll be me, the Fifth Generals, that kiss and Cinema Skips That's on the right. round circle podcast. We oh, had yeah. Cinema Skips on the show. To introduce him, just so you can get ready for the Round Circle podcast. And mm-hmm. we're glad to have him. And we're going to have a yeah. lot of fun. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of fun with the Round Circle podcast. I've been waiting for this moment to do mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Finally, you'll have the three of us uh, doing this. Uh, for those who know us as the Gathering Crew, mm-hmm. uh, the three of us actually doing this this mm-hmm. show together. I'm going to mm-hmm. be yeah. very, very happy with that. Uh the future of the round circle, I'll say right now. Yeah. Um, we'll start out as a podcast, but we want to make that a live show someday. Someday, yeah. We're working on it. Yep, okay. Yep, yeah. Yep, so yep. that that's that's the intention of the round circle mm-hmm, uh, podcast. Mm-hmm, it's going mm-hmm. to it's going to grow from there. Yes. Uh, Mrs. Z and Fifth were very mm-hmm. comfortable with keeping it a podcast. Mm-hmm. Very comfortable with that. But mm-hmm. the round circle, we definitely want to uh uh put Let's that on a, on, on a big level. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Let me go ahead and and um, I'm I'm gonna let you Zach here start it off. I'll go second. I'll let our guests have the last word. Okay, cool. So, mm-hmm. what? So, okay, what what would be your closing statement on this episode as far as everything that we talked about today on hip hop itself? I think I think this I think hip hop the state of hip hop needs to be reflected on because it's a lot of people. We have voices now. We can that we have to, we're. we're blessed to have a show like this so we can express how we feel about the industry um and 
and I always I will say that people that even coming up now in hip hop that just if you if if you are um don't follow the trend I tell people that never follow the trend always stay true to your heart if you have a love for the a love for the music stay stay true to yourself stay true to hip hop and everything um um never try to follow the trend because <laughs> people could actually <laughs> hear if you're trying to sound like somebody else yeah you know always be yourself and and big up to the artists that that that's Keep it original, keep it, keep it original. Keep it the same. Keep it, keep their style and consistently having the style. Tell it quality, you know. I'm just a name of just a name of few few of them. Um, J Cole, um, who, who else? Um, you know, Fat Joe, uh, Kendrick Lamar. It's a name of few that keeps it keeps it going. It keeps it going. You know, um, eventually we reflect on reflect on the holy hip hop artists too. But um, we just want to reflect on artists that keep it, to keep the Nas, to keep the essence of hip hop going. And they, you know, in other words, in other words, they don't water it down. They don't try to sound like anybody else, but just keep it, keep it real to themselves. So, in my conclusion, this is Mr. Z. All right. So, here's what I got to say. Going to be some things I'll hold back for uh, part two. So. My situation is this. I grew up, I was born into hip-hop. I was born 87. So I was born after hip-hop was uh, created. For me, hip-hop is my jazz. For me. You know, hip-hop is my jazz. Hip-hop is my early inception as far as a a genre and a culture that I hold nearly, that I I hold very deeply, okay, uh, to my heart. Uh, I believe I was born to do this, okay? Whether it be to do it, speak on it. I wouldn't say that I'm an authority on it, but I do believe that I have a lot of things to contribute to the culture, mm-hmm. okay? The, the Also, from a, from a community standpoint, I don't like the pattern that I see when it comes to music being created by people of melanin the issue that we have is that we have a lot of fun in creating and letting people hear our craft we also love to share because it's in our dna we are very sharing people that is that is historical we're very sharing people uh we're very inviting people we like to uh, invite people in the thing is when it comes to the preservation of it. It's okay to let people in. I don't have a problem with that. But just make sure that the house that you've built, that you let people in, understand that they are still guests in your house. Mm. Mm. And your house should remain your house. And anybody who's a guest in your house should respect your house. Exactly. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that's about as brief as I'm gonna keep it because I want to save it more for uh for part two. Cinema escapes. You have the last word. Take as much time as you need. Basically, if you're gonna invest in it in hip hop, you need to know if you're down for the art or down for the money from the beginning. Yes. Oh yes. If you don't know, if you're coming in and you're just filling it out, Chappelle talked 
Dave Chappelle talks about something his dad told him, and this is a paraphrase because I don't have the quote in front of me, about how, you know, if you have a price, they'll eventually pay it for you to compromise. Mm. And if you don't have a price, mm. they can't do it. It was the it was and that's a bad paraphrase of it, but basically it was the reason why he was able to walk away from that deal because he didn't feel right about it. And and the man made more than that contract was gonna give him in two specials recently for Netflix. Doing what he wants to do. Mm. And that road, you'll get the same thing going both roads. One will be harder. Because when you don't compromise, it's going to be harder and it's going to be more work. But the other roads, you're going to sell yourself. And you're going to lose, ultimately, who you are. You won't get to create the art the way you want to, what you have inside of you. So as an artist, that's up to you. If you want to be an industry guy, that's fine. That, that, that is for some people. Some people enjoy that. But if you really feel you have something to say, you got to really look at it and not sell yourself short. It may be more work. Independent independent work is hard. Yes. I, yes. I'm not I'm not even going to play with that. You you're working a job and you're trying to do stuff where people are sitting up there, they got a contract, they got a studio budget, they're sitting up there being creative. You you you're coming home tired having to create, trying to do things. Cuz you're working around all everything in your life. But it's up to you what you want, you know. A lot of the times, the legacy you leave, you never, you'll never get to see it. So that's up to you, you know. Are you gonna, you know, you know, hip hop's gonna be on sale, but is hip hop for sale or is your commitment in hip hop for sale? Hmm. Wow. Hmm. And and that's all, you know. And and that's a personal decision. And I'm not knocking anybody who need to make money or anything like that. Because, you know, it's your choice. Some people choose the road. And if some people choose the other road to be real to themselves, you can't knock them either. It's either or. So if you're going to go that road, go your road. And we all have to choose what road we want to take. That's great. All right. Uh, we're going to get up out of here. Uh, real quick, Zacchaeus, talk about your book. Yeah, yeah, yo, book is on sale right now and on, on, it's available right now on a soft copy available on Amazon. Go just go to Wayne Backus, W A Y N E B A C C H U S on Amazon.com. You can get my book called A Bad Man, A Thug and a Gangster. Good book is a good read for the summer. It's, it takes back in the eighties and nineties, that era. And you know, and it goes as an action drama and I don't want to do the whole story, but just go get the book. Is on is available on Amazon right now. It'll be available on on Barnes and Noble very soon on iPlay and Google Play and, and all that good stuff, you know. So uh, I'll let you know more on that. Um, but go get Gold Cup is available on um, Amazon right now. Go get that copy. Also available is our, our me and Fifth album. Um, called the Example. Right. Yeah. 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 You can get that's available on iTunes. Napster is available. Everywhere. If you just type in Zacchaeus and the Fifth General, is available everywhere, man, right now. All right, Cinema. So tell them where they can reach you, and if you have anything uh, anything you want to promote, go ahead. Um, you can hit me on Cinemascapes on IG, 
um, Cinemascapes on, I have a Facebook page, Cinemascapes on Twitter, basically um, working on the hip hop album. I have gospel music albums out under my real name, Shamik Jones, S-H-A-M-I-K Jones. Mm -hmm. Set me free from myself, from myself and just dirt the chronicles of a hell school dropout and also a nice instrumental album called hands on mm. so you can search that it's on itunes google play everywhere and so shamik jones s-h-a-m-i-k jones mm. you know everyone knows how to spell jones oh, yeah. and that's available everywhere and so whether you you know and these are like multi-genre albums because you know mm-hmm. you, you can't you have to make those independent nowadays <laughs> right, exactly. Zacchaeus, where can they reach you? You can reach me on um Wayne Backus at Wayne Backus Two on Twitter. You can reach me on um Instagram Zacchaeus Z A C C H E U S B seventy three. You can also reach me on on Facebook under Wayne Backus W A Y N E B A C C H U S. All right, and as for me, you can reach me at the Fifth General on Twitter. Facebook and Instagram. That's simple. All right, so we're going to get out of here. Catch us, part two um, of Hip Hop for Sale. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I said, June 19th, the premiere of the Round Circle podcast, part two with the Fifth General, Zacchaeus, and mm-hmm. Cinema Escapes. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to gonna get out of here. This was another edition of Mr. Z and Fifth with your host, Mr. Z and Fifth. And shout outs to our guests in them escapes. Yes, sir. We're going to see y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.